contemplate all things that are spiritually queer. Hello, you guys. Hello, hello, hello. <sighs> it feels so nice to be settling into this container that is my podcast right now. Mm, yeah. <sighs> because today I want to talk to you about why you need a grounding ritual. And the last podcast that I made, you know, out of outside of like the pride specials was the habits podcast and that one was like complex that one was like really seeing like the neurotic side of jane um but this one is a lot more simple this one is a lot more simple and given what we're going through in the collective right now and I'm going to say what we're going through. First of all, everybody, it seems like, is going through a breakup or a massive life change. Um, all of our rights as women have just basically been stripped. We are now second-class citizens to men, and we don't have autonomy over our bodies anymore. Um, and then, you know, just the the impending doom of all the other things that could unravel as this new era of the, of the 20s <laughs> unfolds. So, yeah, we're all needing some grounding. And I'm realizing, you know, especially over the past year of running my business, that the ability to ground and to teach about grounding, it really is such like a core of my work. It's so deeply rooted in my work. And, and it's funny because when I think about my work, I think about how I serve all seven chakras. But really, like the, the root chakra grounding is like 50% of the work that I do. And it's interesting as I reflect because when I first started getting into like spirituality and chakra healing and energy work and all that, I took this energy quiz in Anna Dea Judith's wonderful book, Wheels of Life. Check it out if you're interested about chakras. And I learned that my root chakra was basically completely closed and my seventh chakra that's above the head was really, really open. And I thought that makes sense because I'm really, really spiritual. I'm so spiritual. I'm so head in the clouds type of girl. I've always loved being in my imagination more than real life. That sentence right there. I've always loved being in my imagination more than real life. That is a reflection of a very closed root chakra and a far too open seventh chakra. So... And that's because during that time, like, I didn't know how to take care of myself as a, as a human being. I didn't feel safe on this earth. I didn't feel safe in my body. I didn't feel safe in my home. I wasn't grounded at all. And I took that quiz and I started learning about the root chakra and this idea of grounding and, and like being with the earth, being in your human body and what that means for your survival. And so I started working on that. And really so much of Buddhist practice is grounding, is really being in your human experience, really being grounded. And I'm really excited, especially today, because I've launched the Summer Sunrise Yoga Challenge today. So let me just quickly run you through what that's going to be, because if you're listening to this because you want to learn about getting grounded... This challenge is what you need. This challenge is what I need, you know? So as you all know, I've been going through this 
this breakup, this shift, this life change. And I am doing my very, very best to stay grounded. I'm doing my very, very best to stay grounded. And that's what we're going to talk about today is kind of the rituals I give myself that I've created for myself and the tips that I've cultivated during this time that keep me grounded. That's not that like, okay, I'll sit down and I'll meditate and then I'll journal. It's like, no, we're going to figure out what's really grounding to you. But my point is, (laughs) you guys, it wasn't that long ago that I was sitting here freshly moved into this house talking about landing and getting grounded and how I just moved into my dream house and I'm about to have this amazing summer. And it's not even July. It's not even July. And I'm already packing and moving out and leaving everything that I have built. And that does not feel grounded, you know? Like, that's the opposite of grounding. Like, everything that I have built my life around, my my home, my partner, it's all crumbling. It's all changing now. And so for me, staying grounded through this process has been number one. It's been number one. And... What I'm so excited about is the grounding process that will be my summer sunrise challenge. Because every day, we're going to start on July 11th at 8 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, live on Zoom. And every day, Monday through Friday, for four weeks, we're going to have a class together. So Monday through Friday for four weeks, every day at 8 a.m., we're going to have a class together on Zoom. Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, it's going to be a 45-minute energy asana class. So asana is your full body yoga asana movement class, 45 minutes. It's going to be very beginner-friendly, very, very beginner-friendly, building up into a strong yogi by that fourth week. And then Tuesdays and Thursdays, also 8 a.m., We're going to have a 30-minute pranayama and meditation class. And then I'll give you a little bonus journaling prompt at the end of that class. So if you wanted to like stay where you are after class ends and get into some journaling as well, you'll have that there. Again, very beginner friendly. So this challenge is made for anyone who's never practiced yoga and they're like, Jane, I feel called. You're talking me into it. Let's do this. Or if maybe you haven't done yoga in a really long time, it's been a really long time since you've gotten back on your mat, you miss it, you know that you were feeling better when you were doing it, but you kind of, you need a reason to get back into it, right? Here's your reason. And then of course, my yogis who are like, Jane, I've been working with you forever, or I've already got a really strong practice. Maybe you want more discipline, more consistency. You want to focus more on your pranayam. You want to focus focus more on your meditation. Maybe you want to get more into a journaling practice. That's where these Tuesday, Thursdays are really going to come in because those classes are not about movement. They're about sitting. They're about the, sit, the sitting practice, what we refer to as the internal practice. The external practice is the asana, and the internal practice is the pranayam, the meditation, the shamatha, the vipassana which I will be teaching to you, okay? So it's going to be really fun. So if you can't make the live classes at 8 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, that's totally fine. You'll get the replays in your inbox as soon as class ends every day. So no matter what time zone you're in, no matter what schedule you have, every day you're going to get those replays in your inbox. So you'll have those classes. 
And then of course there is a challenge aspect to this. So the challenge is that I want you to be recording your practices daily. Now this may seem weird, but because I can't see you, well, I would love you to put your Zoom camera so that I can see you, but if I can't, I want you to record your practices so that you can see how you look. And I want you to post a time lapse or a clip to your stories on Instagram so that I can see how you look. And then I can see that you're practicing. So that's how you enter this challenge, right? You sign up, one, I'll put the sign up in the link in the bio. If you're a Sunrise member, it's free. If you're not a Sunrise member, it's $122 for a 30-day challenge. Step two, obviously show up every day and put the proof on your story every day. Now, step three, whoever posts their story every single day, or if a lot of you do every single day, I'll pull out of all of the people who post every single day, I'll pull a top three. The number one winner is going to get a free year of Sunrise with me. That's $720 value, free year of Sunrise membership. And then I'm also going to send you my favorite Guru Cork yoga mat and cork blocks. And that's like about $140 value maybe. Um, and then the two second place winners are going to get three months of free Sunrise membership with me. And they're also going to get a box of my favorite incense mailed to them with a little card. So I'm really excited about that. I'm really excited to connect with all of you. So my Sunrise members, you're already ready for it. But if you've never done these practices with me, if you're ready to go all in, I'm going to leave the sign up in the show notes. If you have questions, feel free to reach out to me. I am just so thrilled to welcome so many friends, so many new students into this space with us, okay? So that's going to be a really amazing 30 days of grounding, and I am going to be taking you guys through this grounding process of the 30 days of yoga while I am in transition. It's going to be kind of wild, but again, I, t I teach what I need. You know, I don't sit around going, what do my students need? I'm like, this is what I need. So you guys must need it too. So we're going to start July 11th. We're going to be f finishing like August 11th or 10th, um, whatever that, whatever that end of that 30 days is. And then on August 16th, I'm going to be leaving for Portugal. And during this challenge, I'm going to be moving to San Diego for just a couple of weeks to get out of here and so it'll be really really good to take you guys with me and to have you guys with me. <laughs> I'm going to I'm I'm so excited to get back to teaching and not just teaching twice a week live but teaching every morning. It's going to be amazing. So go sign up using the link in my bio. You deserve to invest in yourself. This is not just for you because when you take amazing care of yourself, this is going to ripple out to all of the people around you. And I just, you know, we've been through so much, not just in the past couple of days, but the past couple of years. And I just, I really want to motivate you to make this decision for yourself. Give yourself this opportunity, this challenge. If you're listening, you're already obviously open and ready for it. Um, so why not like go all in with me, you know? And I'm going to teach you so many ways to ground in that that are asana yoga, meditation, pranayama, and journaling practices, okay? But today, I want to kind of leave all of that out and leave it for the challenge and Focus on more about like why you need a grounding ritual. What is what is so important? 
I got this inspiration from one of my one-on-one mentees um, who, you know, when we started working together, it was really her root chakra that was like low scores <laughs> on my on my little analytics quiz I give you. We had some low scores in the root chakra. And so on our very first call together, we just made a grounding practice for her. We just made a grounding ritual. And we made a grounding ritual that has a lot of moving parts. So I want you to think about this today as we craft your grounding ritual for you in this episode. It's going to have a lot of moving parts. So there's the grounding ritual for, say, when you get off work and it's time to switch off from the busyness of work and ground into your evening time or your after work time. There's the grounding ritual of you know, maybe when you come home from a vacation and you need to kind of get back into your flow of things, this is something that, oh my gosh, I get questions about this all the time. How do I ground and get back into my routine after vacation or if I'm traveling a lot? And this is what I, you need a grounding ritual. You need a traveling grounding ritual so that when you get home from your flight, you have a ritual that has moving parts. Okay, and I know I've talked to you guys a little bit about this. So we want to let it have all these moving parts. Maybe it can be, you know, for me, I know that I have specific grounding rituals for like, ooh, if I've just been giving readings all day and doing a ton of energy work all day, I know exactly the steps I need to do to feel grounded after that. And so I'm not here to tell you like, here's your five-step grounding ritual for all of the situations that you could ever need to ground. No, because I don't know what you need to ground. And that's what we're going to explore today is the rituals for you and when you need to ground. And I'm sure that me just kind of listing off all of these situations when we would need to ground is giving you some ideas around certain times that you need to ground. So for me, obviously I'm a very ritualistic person. My rituals in the morning are the most important And then, of course, in the evening, I do a little bit of grounding too, but I'm more of a start the day off super conscious and then let it slow burn throughout the rest of the day. And then, of course, I have really, really grounded Sundays, as I told you guys in my habits ritual. Um, My Sundays are really, really important for my grounding. But I like to use my grounding rituals, again, when I need them depending on what's going on. Did I just get out home from a flight? Did I just get my heart ripped out of my chest? Am I really, really stressed out? Did I just have a really busy week? You know, so there's all different reasons why. But today, let's just make a really simple one that then can have these different moving parts. Okay, so I want to start by talking about the root chakra. So the root chakra lives about three inches below your tailbone. And um, it's that place that connects you to the earth. So when you kind of feel your, your spine rooting into the earth, your hip bones touching the earth, your legs touching the earth, that's your root chakra. The root chakra runs from three inches below the tailbone all the way down the legs to the bottoms of the feet, okay? And all of that energy there represents your connection to the earth, your groundedness, your sense of safety, your sense of belonging, your sense of stability, um, your connection to the earth, if I haven't mentioned that one already. And so this is what regulates us as humans. And I see this so common in the spiritual community that we want to leave our human body and be really spiritual and be in the 5D. And then the body starts degenerating 
because we have to live in our human body. We have to stay connected to the human body. We have to take really good care of this earthly thing. And the root chakra needs safety. It needs stability. It needs security. That's, that's what it's all about. And so as we're building these rituals today, I want you to think of what makes you feel really safe. What makes you feel really secure? Like you belong, like you're okay. And that could be something as simple as like sitting wrapped up in a blanket in your in front of your fireplace. I don't know. For me, like sitting in my bed is what makes me feel safe. Like my bed in my bedroom is the safest place for me. And sometimes I'll spend all day there because that's where I feel grounded, even though that might not be the best advice, but that's what I do. So think about that. And also grounding is about nervous system regulation. Okay. It's about remembering that the, the human body is, is, it's a mammal and it needs rest and restore from that fight or flight. It needs that rest and digest time. And so I want you to think about what you love to do that does regulate your nervous system in a really healthy way. You know, this could be, um, you know, something like knitting or something like putting a puzzle together. I don't know. These are really random suggestions. <laughs> um, coloring. Things that regulate your nervous system that are kind of passive. Okay, and and you know the last the, the the third thing about a grounding ritual that I want you to focus on and is is that it's meant to keep you intentional and conscious. So today I posted on my Instagram about living in survival. And I've been talking about that a lot lately. Living in survival is when we're going through so much stress, so much is happening in our lives that we're really living in survival mode. We're really giving ourselves kind of that bare minimum to keep us alive. Now, most people, the average person is living in survival mode. They are just jumping from one thing to the next. They are not living consciously. They're not living intentionally. And there's nothing wrong with living in survival mode, but we want to notice when we're living in survival mode. We want to notice, oh, there I go, something triggered me and now I'm living in survival mode. I'm doing the bare minimum to stay alive. Whatever that looks like for you, you know? Maybe it's skipping breakfast, having coffee, you know, grabbing fast food, skipping your meditation, watching a lot of TV when you get home because you just don't want to be conscious. Like, you guys, I've been there. I've been there. I don't want to be conscious. Do you know how hard my meditations are right now? Do you know how hard my meditations are right now? <laughs> when the person I thought I was going to spend my life with isn't with me anymore. Like, I don't want to give anyone the idea that I'm just like, oh yeah, I'm just in these like blissful meditations every day. No, I'm crying like 60 times a day, you guys. I go from anger to sadness to happiness to freedom to, oh my God, this is going to be amazing. And then I'm back to angry. So I've been living in survival mode and I've been doing my best to consciously shift that because here's how we get out of survival mode. Shifting our intention consciously. That's it. 
That's it. That's all you need to do. Oh my god, I realize I'm living in survival mode. And the amount of times I've done this over the past seven weeks, we're still counting. <laughs> you know, I, I'll think about my day. Okay, today, today I didn't eat as consistently, right? That didn't feel good. And I stayed up way too late. So tomorrow, I'm going to be more intentional. And I'm going to prep my food for the whole day so that it's already there and I'm going to set reminders to eat and I'm going to try to read before bed <laughs> right but again I want to stay really far away from shoulds when we're making a grounding ritual and that's why grounding ritual is so much more different than habit a habit is something you know you should do I know I should get up and meditate I know that I should do my yoga practices. I know that I should tidy up my house. These are habits that I know I should do because they benefit me in the long run. A grounding ritual is because it's beneficiary right now and it helps me feel grounded right now. So it's okay to f if it feels good. It's allowed to feel good. It's all about keeping you intentional and conscious. So, Let's get into it. How to make a grounding ritual. So we're going to make a step one. And we're going to make step one super, super easy. Like the initiation of your grounding ritual is going to be something so, so, so easy that you almost won't even feel like it's anything. And I loved what my client's was. I'll share it with you guys. I'm sure she's fine with it. Her initiation step into her grounding ritual is making a cup of tea. That's it. Simple as that. Step one. You make the cup of tea. You sit down with it. Done. Check. Step one of grounding ritual is complete. And the reason why we want to have these different steps is because maybe you just need step one. You know, maybe... After a really, really busy day at work, all Alex needs is to come home, make a cup of tea, sit and mindfully drink that tea, and then she feels grounded after that. And she's like, okay, cool, I've shifted back into that grounding. But maybe we need one more step, right? So for me, I would, if I were needing to ground, I'll take it from like, so... Say that today in the middle of the day, I just started realizing I was really scattered and I didn't feel grounded and I didn't know what to do. Here's my first step. Setting 10 minutes on the clock to tidy my environment. And that's me, right? I am a more, I need like that spatial awareness. So maybe if I can spend 20 minutes, 10 minutes, just 10 minutes, tidying the space around me after that 10 minutes, I'll probably feel more grounded. And of course... That's usually how it goes. So my big first step is always um, observing my environment. So I want you to think about what that really, really easy first step is for you. And then we'll couple it with a step two, a step three, a step four, and a step five. So if you're taking notes... Write that out. What is your first step? Easy, easy, easy first step. 
And then what can you couple with that second step? So once that first step is done, what feels like the obvious second step to add to that grounding? So we'll keep running these two scenarios of getting home from work after a really stressful, busy day, brewing a cup of tea, sitting down with that cup of tea, and then maybe writing down just a list of all the best things that happened today. To just bring you into the moment, bring you into focus, bring you into gratitude. Really easy second step, right? I make my tea, I'm just going to sit down and write down all the best things that happened today. Then we'll go over to my other scenario of feeling really scattered in the middle of the day, not really sure what to do. I'm going to spend 10 minutes tidying up. And then after that, maybe I need a shower or to be in some water, you know, get refreshed, connecting with the earth in some way. We'll get into that. I'm going to give you guys like a list of basically every way to ground. Right? So this is what we do. We want to make this kind of five-step ritual that is just ours. That's just ours, that builds on itself. That if you've done those five steps, by the end of that, you are feeling so good. You're Sunday night. So circling back to this wonderful first session that I had, you know, she needed to get grounded. It was really important because when we're not grounded, that's when our mental health starts to spiral. And if, if I haven't been clear about that, we're here to take care of us, ourselves to avoid going into mental illness, to stay on top of those things that have struck in our generation. So we really worked on this grounding ritual. And I said, I want you to do this. I want you to every day after work, either do step one or step one through five. Maybe just on Sundays, you do step one through five. And then by the end of it, you are just like so set. You're feeling so good. So one week later, we get onto our next call, and this girl is a bright, beaming ball of sunshine. She is clear. Her energy is clear. She is here. She is grounded. And I'm like, what happened? And she's like, the grounding ritual, Jane. That's it. I'm good. Everything's good now. Everything's good. Everything's better. Literally, that feeling she described to me of, I did steps one through five on Sunday night and went to bed feeling so ready for work on Monday. Ah, oh, isn't that the best feeling? Isn't that the best feeling when you spend your Sunday in your grounding rituals and routines? So then by the end of the day, you're just like ready to go to bed and like start your Monday. I love that. And I realized how impactful this is. So I want to talk about like all the ways to ground. Okay, because there's specific ways to actually ground the root chakra, and then there's things that you can do that make you feel grounded. Okay, so when we think about basic grounding, the first thing I'm going to think about is earthing. Earthing. The process of walking barefoot on the ground. Okay, so at least once a day I try to go lay in my backyard, walk around barefoot in the dirt, in the grass, um, getting bare feet on the earth is one of the best things you can do for your health. It is scientifically proven. This is not woo-woo at all um, because the earth has an electromagnetic current that is running through the earth, through our feet, through our bodies, literally healing any energetic dissonances through the earth. This is wild. And we're all wearing these rubber shoes everywhere that literally stop that energetic current from pulsing through our bodies. <laughs> Crazy. 
right? So go walk on the earth barefoot as often as you can, as often, often as you can, okay? And then just laying flat on the ground, laying flat on the earth, laying flat on the ground anywhere. Definitely, if I'm feeling really scattered, really overwhelmed, like too much is going on up here in the higher chakras, we want to ground into the lower chakras, just go lay on the floor. Just go lay flat on the floor, set a timer for 10 minutes. After that, I promise you'll you'll feel better because your energy will have grounded into the earth, okay? Anything you can do to be near the earth, going on a hike, sitting in nature, sitting and meditating in nature, right? Visualizing that you're, you're grounding. So I always teach this grounding meditation where you're visualizing a root from your root chakra growing deep into the earth and connecting you and really holding, holding you there, visualizing that and seeing how that feels, that, that sense of safety. Um, if it's cold where you live and you can't be outside, warm water is another great way to ground. That's why I mentioned that, you know, maybe taking a shower is a good way to ground. If you can't get to earth, get to water. Really, really good way to ground. If you can't get to water, get to fire. Sit in front of a fire. Light light candles. Observe the candle flames. That's very, very grounded because it reminds us of our deepest tribal nature of when we have fire, we're safe. We have warmth, we have light, we have food when we have fire. So that's why we love sitting around a fire. Okay, and then, you know, there's so many, you know, going on a going on a walk, exploring the environment around you. Like I said, tidying up your environment, making sure that your home feels like a sanctuary. It feels tidy, it feels comfortable, it feels safe. Where do you feel safest? That's where you should go to ground. So for me, I had to drive to California to go be with my sisters. Like I needed that feeling of belonging. Oh my gosh. Like I don't know about you guys. When you're with your group of friends, when you're with your family, when you're with your tribe and you just feel like you belong, that is grounding. And so a part of your grounding process could even be like, then I call my mom and we talk, you know, or like then I Snapchat a couple of my friends to see how their day was. Um, that's grounding to connect with others. Then I sit down with my partner and we talk about our day, you know, we cuddle. That's grounding. Okay, so there's so many ways to ground. And I want you to think about the things that make you feel like you. So one of my big go-tos is playing my guitar. That is so grounding. It brings me right into my body. It brings me into vibration. It brings me into sound. It really brings me here. Um, so thinking about that, thinking about that, what makes you feel grounded? Journaling, getting all of your thoughts out on paper, making a list of the things you need to do so that you're not so scatterbrained, getting things organized, asking someone to help you get shit organized. <sighs> what else do we need to do to ground? What else can we do to ground? Connecting with your body. Again, a yoga practice, maybe going on a little run, going on a workout, getting a massage is a great way to ground into your body, giving yourself a massage, giving yourself Reiki, really touching your own skin is a great way to ground, um, you know, drinking hot tea, eating delicious foods from the earth, 
Root vegetables are really, really good for grounding. Fruits and vegetables, or <laughs> fruits are not from the earth directly, but vegetables that are from the earth, really, really good for grounding. Obviously, anything from the earth is really good for grounding. So make your ritual because you need one. And I wanted to have steps one through five so that you can either just do one step a day and do all five steps on Sundays or so that you can at least have a couple of things that you do that help you feel grounded. We've got to stay grounded, you guys. There are too many of us losing it in these higher chakras. Intellectuals, we could be losing it in our intellect by over-intellectualizing everything. Spirituals, we could be losing it in our spiritual sense because we are over-spiritualizing everything. Nihilists, we could be thinking that nothing matters anymore. We could become cynical. You know, there's so many ways that if we don't stay grounded, the third eye and the seventh chakra just... <laughs> chaos. Spiritual chaos ensues when we don't stay grounded. And I'm feeling more and more called every day that like, I'm here to teach you to stay fucking grounded, babe. Stay grounded. We're not here to spiritually bypass. We're not here to play in the 5D all the time. Here's the thing with all this rhetoric around like, I'm just playing in the 5D. So when we're in the records, we're in these other dimensions, right? But we have to leave those dimensions and come back to the 3D. If you're watching me right now on a device that's hard, me, person, I'm still in the 3D, baby. I have not transcended. I'm still here in the 3D. I don't know where all y'all are going, but my body's still here in the 3D and I've still got to take care of it here in the 3D, which means staying grounded, which means that I'm not too spiritual to be aware of what's going on politically. I'm not too spiritual to have a philosophical opinion. I'm not too spiritual to read the news. It means that I am vigilant with my spirituality and that I am vigilant in my, in my ability to stay in touch with reality and ability to relate to others. Because as soon as I get too far into these other realms and no one's relating to me anymore, I've lost you all. And I'm seeing a lot of these spiritual teachers do that and it's kind of this weird false advertising almost. Do you really want to be like that person? Hmm. So, have I inspired you? Are you thinking about your grounding ritual? Go make your steps one through five. Make it so that it has different moving parts. Maybe you need a travel edition. Maybe you need a what do I do after a weekend of partying edition. Maybe you need a what do I do when I come home from a rave edition. Maybe you need a Sunday reset edition. But I want you to make your steps one through five so that you know these five steps really help me ground. They really help me come back to my center. And I'm going to hold on to these five steps and know that I have them. These aren't habits I'm trying to cultivate. These aren't things that I have to do every day. These are precious tools that I have for when I need to ground. And remembering that when I feel too scattered, when I feel like I'm in these higher chakras, when I'm up here... When it's getting really loud up here, I'm pointing to my, my head and my throat. 
That's when we say, okay, I'm going to give myself a minute to ground. Which step off of my grounding ritual do I want to take? Okay? And let me know how it goes. I want to know how it goes for you, okay? And I would love to hear what your grounding ritual is. Send it to me. I'll share it. We can all share what our grounding rituals are. Get ideas from each other. I would love to hear some ideas of what you do that are so grounding for you. And I would love to have you join us in sunrise we're starting july 11th so you've got two weeks to get ready get your yoga mat get your space all set up and every day at 8 a.m we're gonna be together i cannot wait i can't wait i can't wait i hope you have a beautiful day please take care of yourself please take care of yourself take some time to unplug put your hands on your own body connect with yourself let's all just take a breath in go and be love go and be light go and be the joy that you are to this world okay i love you so much